you a, a message this morning entitled, His Love Made a Difference. His Love Made a Difference. Uh, just thinking back, it's been 17 years since Hurricane Katrina. There are many stories uh, that came out of the devastation of, of that event and the things that, that occurred there in August of 2005. But there's one story that really uh, caught my attention and, uh, and really, uh, I believe, spoke to, to the idea of God's love. There's a young man. He'd been raised in the swamps of Louisiana. Uh, it, just a, a pretty rough life, uh, a pretty uh, bad background. And at 14 years of age, his family moved to New Orleans. And uh, they remained there until Katrina hit. And when Katrina came, he was trapped on the housetop with his wife and his twin daughters and his mother-in-law. And they were trapped there in the flooding and the devastation until the levee broke. And when the levee broke, his family was washed away. And they, they were all lost he was left clinging to the antenna on top of another home. And he was there for an extended period of time until eventually, many hours later, the Coast Guard saw him there. They arrived to rescue him. And when they did, there was room for one more person on their boat. Just one more person. And they reached this young man, and they pulled him to safety in the boat. And the Coast Guard worker, when they pulled him onto the boat, said this. He looked him in the eyes, and he said, God must really love you. And that young man had been praying for God to save him and to spare his life. He had been praying, God... If you will spare my life, if you will save me, I will work for you, I will serve you, I will do whatever you want for the rest of my life. And then he, being rescued, heard these words, God must really love you. And he set out to share that story. And in the years since, he has done that effectively across the nation, sharing the story of God's love. And even though in the devastation he lost his wife, he lost his children, he lost his family, he still believes in the power of God's love and how it changed and transformed his life. Well, in Romans, the fifth chapter, Paul shares with us that same sentiment of God's love and its life-changing power. Romans chapter 5, beginning in verse 6 says, for while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrates His own love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, having now been justified by His blood... We shall be saved from the wrath of God through Him. For if while we were enemies, 
we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son. Much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. And not only us only, but we also exalt in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Paul writes these words and he gives us instruction in regards to our relationship with the Lord and His love. Oftentimes, we think about someone loving someone else in terms of what have I done to cause them to love me? What have I said? What are my actions? What what deeds have I carried out? What have I done in order to, to motivate or call someone to love me? Or what have they done to cause me to love them? What words, what actions, what deeds, what things have they carried out that caused me to love them? And we think of love in these terms. In other words, if I love someone, it's because of what they've said or done for me in my life. Or if they love me, it's because of what I've said or done for them in their life. When we look in God's Word, God's Word says that that's not how God's love is motivated at all. In fact, quite the opposite of that, it says that while we were still sinners, it even goes so far as to use the word while we were enemies. What that indicates is is we haven't done anything that would merit love. We haven't said anything, done anything, or carried out an action in our life that would say, oh, because of what you said or you've done, I love you. But the Scripture says that while we were yet sinners, while we were enemies, God loved us. He demonstrated that love for us by sending His Son to die in our place. So God's love is not a a love that we've earned. It's not a love that we deserve. It's not something that we've done for. It is completely unprovoked. It is unearned. And it is undeserved. But yet, God loves us. He loves you, and He loves me. And He loves us with an unconditional love. I'll stay there in Romans. We're going to come back to that in just a moment. But in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 10. 1 John, not the Gospel of John. 1 John, nor near the end of the New Testament Scripture. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 10. John writes this. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. This is love, He said. Not that we loved Him, but that He loved us. And He loved us enough when we didn't deserve it, when we couldn't earn it, we haven't said anything or done anything that would provoke that love. He loved us unconditionally to the point that He was willing to demonstrate that love By sending His own Son into the world to die in our place for our sins. He was was the, the very catalyst of all love. In this is love, He says. This is the very essence. This is the very definition of love that comes from God. John was motivated in his writings... And he was motivated by the love of God. 
in the Gospel of John, 50 over 50 times the word love, loves, or loved is used by John. In the other writings, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, and Revelation, an additional 50 times he uses the word or some form of the word love. Over a hundred times in John's writings, he writes about love, primarily about the love of God and what that means to us and how it impacts our life and how it changes our life. And so he was motivated by love to the point that he even became known as the disciple that Jesus loved. There was a love relationship that impacted the life of John to the point that he was identified with that love and with that relationship that he shared with the Son of God. We think about the, the impact of that word love. And what it means to our life. God's love not only liberates us, it gives us a reason to live. It gives us a purpose in life. And so, you know, this week we're going to be uh, approaching a a holiday that we we call the holiday of love. Valentine's Day. and, and, uh, And we share things in regards to that. But the bottom line is this. The love of God is the measuring stick, it is, is the most impactful thing in all of life in regards to our relationship with Him. And so for Romans chapter 5 this morning, there are three things that I want us to see about the love of God. The first one is this, His love is always the turning point. His love is always the turning point. Go back with me, I hope you left your finger there, go back with me to Romans chapter 5. And look at that moment that we see the turning point. There are a couple of phrases here that help us to understand that. The first of this, for while we were still helpless. There's a timing thing here. It is always the turning point. Notice what it says, while we at the right time. It's the turning point. There's that moment that things change. But God. But God means that, that, yeah, this is what's happening, but God at this moment at this time changes. God's love is always the pivotal turning point in one's life. It indicates a point and a time of transition from where we were to where we become, to what has been to what will be. It is a point that we can identify God doing something different. I want you to think for just a moment. If you're here this morning and you are a believer in God, if you have accepted Him as your Lord and Savior, I want you to think for just a moment this morning. Can you remember the time, that moment in time, that instance that it occurred that you recognized and realized God loves me. For every one of us, if we're a believer, for every one of us, if we've accepted His sacrifice of His Son Jesus for our sins, there was a moment, there was a time, there was an occasion, there was an event in our life that caused, if you would, the light bulb to go on and for us to realize and recognize God loves me. It wasn't just a story. 
It, it wasn't just uh, so, some things that had, had accumulated together, but there was a moment of realization. The King of kings, the Lord of lords, the creator of the universe, He loves me. Not just mankind in general, not just all of humanity, but He personally loves me. Do you remember that moment of that realization? It's a turning point. It's a pivotal time in life that changes everything. To recognize and to realize that God loves me. I hope you remember that. If you do not, I encourage you, begin to think. Begin to, to look back over your life as a believer and see if you can recognize and realize that moment in which you, you realize God loves me. It is a powerful, pivotal moment in a believer's life to recognize and realize the love of God. Second thing is this. His love always touches. His love always touches or impacts our life. I think about that word. It's such a powerful word. And while we were yet sinners, He demonstrated His love for us. That's a, a demonstration of how much. Now, there is where we see this thing of action, of, of I've done something, said something, or, or carried out something in my life that, that shows my love. That's not what makes me love, but it shows my love. It says that He demonstrated His love for us in the gift of His Son, Christ Jesus. While we were yet sinners, He demonstrated. He said, I want to show you just how much I love you. And the picture that that paints, that word demonstrates, and in the original language, and the picture that paints is, is that of a, of a potter and, and a potter shop. And in a potter shop, you know, they, they take clay and they form it into a figure and then it hardens and it becomes a useful tool. Well, things are not always successful. And sometimes in a potter shop, there are broken pieces. There are pieces that didn't quite measure up, and they, they weren't quite useful in the, the intent that they were made. And, and so there's this image of these broken pieces that are not really useful. And the images of the potter taking those broken pieces that, those, those broken pieces that are not quite useful and binding them together and, and, and transforming them into something that is useful. That's that word demonstrate. While we were yet sinners, he took the broken pieces and he bound them together and he manipulated them to become, to transform them into something that is useful. That's you and I. We were the broken pieces. That was our life, the sin that we were living in. We were enemies with God. We were separated from Him. And yet the Scripture says that He loved us and He demonstrated that love by taking the broken pieces of our life and mending them together by the Master's hand of the potter and putting them together to make Him something that is useful. That's what He's done with us. That's what He's done with you and that's what He's done with me. As He took the broken pieces... 
And He mended them together and He knitted them together and He formed them into something that was useful for the kingdom of God. That's the love of God. The love of God always touches. The love of God always impacts. And John writes over and over and over again about the love of God. About how it changes things in life. And that brings us to the third and final thing this morning. And that is His love is always right on time. His love is always right on time. He has this holy habit of showing His love when it seems that all hope is lost. He has this holy habit of of reaching into our hearts and reaching into our lives at just the right time. And the Scripture tells us that in Romans again. As we look in that fifth chapter, it says that, that while we were separated from Him at the right time, at just that moment when it was, was the right time to do so, He demonstrated His love for us through the gift of His Son, Christ Jesus. I have a, a good friend, and we're separated by miles, but, but we still stay in contact with one another. And not long ago, I, I was reading in God's Word in the morning, and there was a passage of Scripture that just spoke to my heart. It just encouraged me that day. It gave me a, a renewed and refreshed hope for the day. And, and so I, I went to my text messages and I shared that passage of Scripture with that friend. And I just told him, I said, hey, this spoke to me today. I just wanted to share it with you. I hope it's an encouragement to you like it is for me. He called me a little bit later. And he said, hey, I want you to know something. He said, he said I'm off work today. I've been off work for a few days. And he said, I, I don't know what's going on. But he said, over the last little bit, he said, I have been so negative. I have been so down. He said, I, I had just been so, so, you know, out of sorts in my life. I took some time off to see if I could just get my head straight and get things worked out in life. And he said, that passage of Scripture and that message from you, was exactly what I needed at exactly the right time. God has this ability at just the right time, at just the right moment, when we feel like things are hopeless, when we feel like we're helpless, when we feel like there's no clear way forward in life, at just the right time, to send His love, a message of His love, a demonstration of His love that gives us a renewed hope. For while we were still helpless, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. That's you and I. For one would hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare even to die. But God... At just the right time, I'm adding that in there, remember, okay? At just the right time, demonstrated His own love toward us. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God's love is unconditional. 
There, there are no strings attached. There is anything that says, well, if you do this, I'll love you. If you behave this way. If it, while we were still sinners, we were enemies. We were behaving in an ungodly way. We were behaving in a way that was not pleasing or acceptable to God in any way, shape, or form. While we were sinners, the Scripture says, even when we were enemies with Him, He loved us. And He loved us enough to send His only Son at the exact right time to save us from our sins. God's love is always exactly what we need when we need it. And so this week as we think about love and we think about Valentine's and all of those things, I want to remind you to remember God's love and to know that His love is a life-changing love that can only come from Him at exactly the time we need it in our life. So this morning we're going to sing an invitation hymn. And, and I invite you, if you have not known the love of God, this invitation is for you.